Before jumping into this episode, I have to let you know that if you are in the New York area or you want to be in the New York area December 5th, we are doing a live virtual reality podcast show at City Winery, The Loft. It's going to have Bravo celebrities, fun games. It's literally going to kick off the holidays. And also, it's going to be the holiday moment and event of not even December, but of the year. So go to City Winery to get your tickets for Virtual Reality Live on December 5th. And I cannot wait to see you there. Teresa and Louie have a lot to say. Plus an exclusive chat with Heather Gay. Virtual reality. Hi, I'm Danny. I'm Evan. And it is a week of podcast drama. So yeah, we have to talk about it on this podcast, Evan, because there's a family affair going on in Jersey and not an affair like that. An affair of people like owning up to some things. And it kind of shocked me how Louie is talking about Joe Gorga right now. Oh my God. Yeah, I was really surprised. It seems like Louie is still a fan of Joe Gorga, despite his persisting feud with his wife, Teresa Judice. Things are so bad between the siblings right now, but Louie is out here on Teresa's podcast saying, Joe is such a great guy. He's someone you can open up to and feel instantly comfortable with. And the seconds into meeting him, I was so vulnerable with him. And it was like a man-to-man conversation. First moment I, I met Joe, I, you know, I, I would even say both of us became very vulnerable within the first 10 minutes of the conversation. Talked about like my my work as a man through, through you know, working through shit. Mm-hmm. And it was beautiful. He really went overboard with it. So I'm wondering if this is mm. some kind of strategy on Louis and Teresa's part. You know, I don't know if they're playing back in game here. Do you remember last week when Margaret was on our podcast? She said that Louis does help. Like she even feels Louis does help Teresa calm down a little bit. So maybe she's realizing that he needs to mediate for them. So I don't know if Joe Gorga will go on Melissa Gorga's podcast to talk about Louis now. I don't know if that would end as well. I mean, but- you know, like maybe Louis is well intentioned here. Like maybe he does want to repair the relationship between brother and sister. I, I mean, I gotta say, I'm <laughs> I'm enjoying the the renaissance of the Gorgas versus uh, Teresa because it made for such great TV for so many seasons. So I hope they don't make up too fast. Oh, as someone who was watching old episodes of Jersey literally last night, I am on my hands and knees begging <laughs> that they don't make up too, too fast. I'd like them to have resolution somewhat soon. Eventually. We need this reunion to be as dramatic as uh, Teresa's recent interview uh, with a radio host that Evan did not go well. Oh my God. So she did this radio interview to promote some like local appearance somewhere. I'm not even sure where it was, but she gets on the radio and the DJ kind of immediately starts asking her about her time in prison. You came out of prison and wrote a book, a bestseller about your time in prison. And did it focus a lot on the food in prison? Um, I really don't want to talk about that. If you're a Bravo fan, you know it's camp. Yeah, that's not prison. It's a camp. And he was asking about prison specifically. I think he had some questions about prison food, which I'm honestly a little curious about well, as well. Because like, her body, her body after pr- um, camp was... Everyone tragic. comes out of camp with like the best body ever. I mean, it happened to Teresa. It happened to Juicy Joe. But I know better than to ask her. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She was she was upset. She was not happy about it. She was like, uh, I thought I was here to talk about the event. And then she wanted to talk about the fact that she is like a four time New York Times bestselling author, which we love that for you, Teresa. However, the DJ said that he was under the impression that he could ask about her books. And in one of the books, she talks about her time in camp. So he thought it was fair game, but I can't imagine (laughs) Teresa ever going on 
that radio show again. But you know what I could now see? Andy Cohen making appearance on Revives or Re- Rewives. Bethany, I don't know the name, but I'm happy you're happy. Please don't yell at me. Rewives. I don't love it, but I love her. And I love that they're still friends. You guys are pals. So well, what's the we story? totally are pals yeah. and we take beach walks. And most of what we talk about on those walks is the housewives. Yeah. Uh, this city, that city, this yeah. person, that person. It just is for years. And text, yeah. texting. So Rewives, I texted him when it was coming out and he said, oh, fun. He said, I'm glad yeah. to see you embracing the housewives. I love the fact that Bethany and Andy are still rocking, even though she kind, she kind of has owned the fact that she does trash the housewives. She's <laughs> like. I do that. And y'all are right. I, I'm here to trash the housewives. So whatever you want to say, Luann, it's fine because she's owning at least a renaissance. And Andy is like not mad about it. I Do you know what? I bet you that Bethany says things about the housewives that Andy wishes he could say. Ooh. Knows that if he said them, it would, he would be getting the texts and the calls and the drama. So maybe oh. he like vicariously lives through Bethany and this Rewives podcast. I mean, I'm also kind of jealous of this. She says that uh, her and Andy like do long walks on the beach talking about housewives. All I want to do is have a house in the Hamptons and walk on a beach with rich 50-year-olds and talk about housewives. So like, I don't know how I get to there. That is, that is dreams. Yeah, we need a, we need Bethany and Andy to do a podcast about that. Like how, how to achieve that life. But until then, you know, I mean, I don't know if we'll hang out with Andy and Bethany anytime soon, but Heather Gay, I think is always down to party with us. Evan, we need to book a flight to Salt Lake City. Uh, because she is truly the definition of high energy and a and a good time gal. Yeah, you just hung out with her in New York City. I was so jealous that I wasn't there. Ugh. And y'all chatted about everything. Everything from San Diego to the champagne and the hair from last night's episode. We really get into it. It is tizzing the season to be gay. And I mean Heather gay. Making the Yuletide gay. When you were going on the San Diego trip, you almost said you felt like you didn't want to go. Yeah. Now in hindsight, are we happy that we went? No. That was, I should have trusted my instincts. I knew I wasn't wanted. I didn't want to go. And I went anyway. That made me so sad when you were like, nobody wants me on this trip. This trip, I feel like nobody actually wants me there. I am done. I've done my job today. Did you really feel like? Yeah, 100% nobody wanted me on that trip. Not even one of the Angie's? Unless they wanted me as a punching bag. I don't know. Well, I mean, we'll get to that. (laughs) No pun intended. (laughs) No teaser intended. Because I mean, this trip is getting a little... Crazy. Yeah, it is. Why don't you <laughs> say it then? Because you really <laughs> up the room situation. Oh, Are you serious, Jen? Yeah, I'm serious. What were living in that champagne throw moment? I thought it was kind of a fun time. Yeah, it, it was. I, I mean, I didn't like openly raise my hand that I thought she was being a, a fun bitch, yeah. like we were saying. But it was just really kind of. It was. It needed to happen to break the mood, you know? Because it did kind of read to me that Angie was like, I'm taking over this house type of situation. Oh, it, so kind you of to read break it that correctly. tension. Okay. Yes, okay. that's exactly what was happening. It was Jen's big trip. Yeah. You know, we were trying to celebrate. And then it just was like, Angie climbed over her, stepped on her hands and got to the top, you know? And my whole thing too, I mean, somehow, I mean, I love a bath. I don't know if I want a bathtub like just in the middle of a room. Was there any um, maybe, well, because I saw the teaser for the following weeks. I was going to say, was there any resolution for you and the ladies? But it seems like they're still coming at you hot. Yeah, they're still, still, I'm still under fire and I don't know how long that's going to last. I'm not sure how, when it ends, if it ever (laughs) ends. I might still be under fire now. Stay tuned for reunion. (laughs) Well, I mean, I saw your guys' panel at uh, BravoCon, and it felt like a reunion. Mm-hmm, have, did. have you all been in a room together since BravoCon? Um, no. Okay. Have you been in a room with any of them since BravoCon? Yes, absolutely. Yes. Was, was any one of them? 
No. Okay. Have we talked to Whitney at all? No. Have you liked an Instagram post of Whitney's no. at all? Okay. Do you I, still- I'm kind of on a social media, like trying to just not screw anything up by liking or not liking or following, unfollowing. I'm under fire. And so what do you do when you're under fire? You lay in bed, you put the pillow <laughs> over your head, and you hope it passes quickly. <laughs> and that's that's the zone I'm in right now. Because well, it is kind of crazy watching because I feel like you always bring just like a light to the show. And I'm like, wait, how is everyone mad at Heather? I was like, that's what I keep episode? saying. How is everyone mad at me? Like, I'm just trying to just do my very best, and that's not good enough. I'm screwing up right and left. And I feel like that has to take you to a breaking point. Do you reach a breaking point this season where you're like, I don't know what to do anymore? I think that you see me reaching my breaking point a lot of times, especially in my conversations with Whitney. I'm like, I'm not a physical fighter. I mean, I'd love to be one someday, but I'm not even, I've not trained for that. And I just, I think you can see someone that's just been pushed beyond her limit, and I'm just like saying, I've got to shut down. Like, I can't take it anymore, you know? What would you say, like, would you rather get lunch with right now, though, Whitney or Lisa? Um, well, I'd rather get lunch with Whitney because oh. I have so many things I want to ask her. Like, what am I doing that makes you hate me so much? And it breaks my heart because you guys were, it gives me, I don't know how familiar, like, it reminds me kind of of Carol and Bethany where I'm like, this friendship, I just need to get back together. I know, and I don't want to take a phone in Carol's face like Bethany did to Whitney and go, Booyah! Like, I don't want that to be me every year. But do you have the receipts ready just in case? But I do have those receipts just in case. <laughs> I don't ask for much. I just I... ask for a few simple barriers to, you know, And so my what, life. what we're seeing for next episode is this dinner where I think everyone is yelling at you. Is yes, that correct? Yes, that sounds about that. If I, yes, yes, that's what's happening. <laughs> Did we get past appetizers for that or no? Yeah, that dinner was like 10 hours long. Okay. So we ate, we ate a lot at that dinner over and over again. And is this the dinner where after we meet a new character, the friend of your black eye? Um, well, the black eye has become its own character it really... on the show. And I don't, I believe, I'm not sure when that appears, but I think it's either in this next episode or the episode after. Was that a moment when any of the women, because I mean, like we said, you have been emotional punching bags for them. Did any of the, like, Lisa, Whitney, were any of them like, okay, let me check on you? Did they show you any compassion with that? Well, everyone was concerned. Everyone was worried that they were next. So I think everyone, you know, when a black guy shows up in the group, you start asking questions. But I spent the day after the black guy with Lisa. Okay. Which okay. was great, yeah. These Angies are adding some fuel yeah, to your Yeah, the Angies, fires. man. Bookends. They right? really... I'm like, oh, and they have their each kind of like wheelhouses of drama. Mm-hmm. And I mean, the claim about the unpaid birthday bash. Did you know about that? I lived it. I was there. Okay. Yeah. yeah, you lived it. Yeah. When the invoice was presented, yes. Okay. Yeah. That kind of, it kind of read me as a little, because I thought if you're throwing a party for someone, I agreed with Jen where it's like you. Yeah. That's the part. I'm like, you're not Venmoing for that. No. Which is you don't you don't if you bill someone after you throw them a party, you're an event center. You're not a hostess. <laughs> it's pretty clear, you know? Well, that's what I love so much that like you really do always show support for Jen. And we know that she thankfully has a delayed uh hearing yes. until January. Do you have any plans to kind of help her this holiday season? Are you going to be in touch or is she just going to be spending time with family? No, we're totally in touch and we FaceTime and text a lot. We're both kind of with our families right now because the holidays. And I think I text her if you need to go out or you need like a break, you know, from all the family togetherness, which moms need during these holiday times. I told her to call me, but, you know, Jen is tough and she is surrounded by a lot of family. So that's really good. That's good. And I mean, it's good that she has like you, 
Meredith, I feel. Some totally. people on her side. And I would like some more people to be on your side and maybe Meredith's side too. Because I mean, you guys are kind of like holding down the Salt Lake Fort <laughs> and there's some... <laughs> What's up going on? I know. I mean, but I don't know how much I can hold it down any longer, honestly. I think they they want me to let go and just take my medicine, <laughs> which I'm fighting. <laughs> I, you go medicine route. I feel like they're waiting for you to have your own table flip moment, which I would like to see. Well, didn't I kind of have that when I lost my mind on Whitney uh, in Arizona? I mean, that was horrifying for me to see. My kids watch me in lingerie screaming things at my friends so i'm trying to like pull it thank you so that's okay i wasn't even i was like you, you know. yelled i was just like oh my god I, that, that's <laughs> was that she yelling probably- she looks so good <laughs> if you loved gossiping with us and i know you do then don't forget to subscribe to our podcast virtual reality by page six you can find us on spotify apple or wherever you get your podcasts see you next week